All right, guys, listen up. Okay. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. Goddamn Call Up Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Gran Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 17, Adam. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard, which I already mentioned his name, but I'm going to mention it again because he is my rock and roll brother and the humblest man that I know on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Adam? Tom, very soon there will be a video component to this show. It will not be today. <laughs> it will be today. You saw me do the mad scramble. <laughs> there were GoPro cameras placed here, oh, hither and man. yon, and things started, they were pointing in the right directions, and then all of a sudden they, they just went down. Just now it's They went limp. Now it's on my floor. So if, so if I ever needed to uh, practice the podcast Octopi dance, uh-huh. today's the day. <laughs> if you have seen me fiddle-faddling with about 17 controls, computers, phones, tablets, iPads, you name it, now I got to add a... There's so many things in this room. I it's know. Like every, I, every component is essential, though. <laughs> I have to add now somehow this video component. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I promise you by year five, we will be on... <laughs> the thousandth episode. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Try to beat the Simpsons. <laughs> and speaking of that, Adam, check it out, man. Don't tell me. I, I, I did a quick Google to see on how many podcast... Uh, what is it? DSPs we were on this week, man. So on top of... Wait a minute. Let me start it right. Wait a minute. We have Apple. Podcast app. Oh, this is wait a minute. The Tommy and Adam oh. Hard to Name Podcast available on <laughs> the Apple Podcast. There app. you go. That's one. Uh, Google Play. That no, we're off of that. No, oh, we're, we're not on we, Google no, Play. Google Play doesn't exist no more. Oh, uh, Castbox. <laughs> yes, we're on Spotify. Cast, we're on Spotify. Spotify's no, a big one. Best number one. We are also check it out. Yes, we are also on RSS.com podcast. Well, of course, we are on. Uh, Blueberry, which is B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. So I'm going to say- Blubbery? Blubbery. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Dot com. (laughs) Uh It's good enough. Oh, it's Blackberry is what it really was. Blackberry? No, no, it's Blueberry. It's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Okay. And we're also on Verbal.com, and Verbal is spelled V-U-R-B-L.com. Oh. We are on backtracks.fm.com. Can nobody spell right? And I guess not. Oh, we're also on Podcast Addict. That was me. That would be me. Addict. Uh, yes, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm addicted to my own podcast. <laughs> Last week's was a masterpiece. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm out, I know. I think you're just getting better and better with the way you're crafting these things. This it, it was insane. I mean, you know where I laughed the most last week when I heard the playback. What? Tell me. When I heard the Iron Sheik. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was initially a part of our conversation, but then all of a sudden he just came hollering in there. Well, you know, it's all these buttons that I push. I have no idea how it got in there, it but yeah, it, I got in it there. It made it feel it, that much more it made alive. It, it, was better, it was better than the uh, George Michael, you have to have faith. <laughs> No, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, because you said that one. Yeah, you, that's right. You set that one up. Of course you like it better. <laughs> uh, so what's going on this week other than, than us bullshitting right now here, man? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Just still working hard, man. I know. We got to work. It's been cold as heck. I hate it. it. Yesterday on Friday, it got a little bit better. Today, it's supposed to be better. Yeah. But I think there's snow, there's snow also in the forecast yeah, for today. One day out in the future. Is it today? Yeah, Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. Today, man, the thirtieth. I'm not prepared. So yeah, well, it's it's early, dude. You know, got people at the house visiting, and so let's not try to wake. I'll probably them up. cut out of here before the snow starts. <laughs> yeah, I hope that for, for you that would be <laughs> very convenient. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? Or else you're gonna get snowed in. Well, you never know. It could stop uh, from. Uh, from uh, doing your uh, your labor side. Oh, yes, my, my, my painting and all yes, my your, housing yes. construction. Yeah, and yeah because I heard that you had some problems this week with your HVAC. Oh, man. that was going to save that for later. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it for later. We'll leave it for later. Let's just jump right in it, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Today is 30 January, dude, 2021. Yes, it is. And that is who? I'm telling you, that's the Small Faces. The Small Faces song of a baker, man. Are these like smaller versions of... Yeah. (laughs) That's very groovy. Are these just... Like the children of Rod Stewart and uh, Ron Wood. This is the, the pre. Faces. This is the preamble of the faces. <laughs> <laughs> Song of a baker. What do you think today's national day oh is? Oh my Adam? god! What are the chances that you're going to actually know? Not too long ago, we had one about pie. Okay, you bake yeah. a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is also triangular, some sort of tri- triangular, <laughs> triangular pie. <laughs> This is some sort of pastry as we well. Covered, we, called, we, we covered both both pies, actually, on National Pie Day. I don't think the second pie, though, was authorized on the National Day. <laughs> no. We may have to submit that one. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Adam, today is National Croissant Day, dude. Oh, croissants. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you enjoy a croissant? Yeah, I do. I don't actually, feel, I do. I don't feel that I eat enough croissants. You know, I had... You before. can go to Burger King and get the croissant witch. Uh, where they make a sandwich out of croissants. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts has a pretty good croissant. So does uh, Panera. All these, oh, by the way, these are unpaid sponsorships, by the way. I don't think way. I would ever go to those places for a plain bread croissant. I'd probably go for maybe a scone or a donut of some sort, something of a sweeter variety than just a plain croissant. I don't know. You slap some butter on a warm croissant? Is that what you do? The you... one the one in Panera, I think, has chocolate on the inside. It's pretty scrumptious. It's chocolate <laughs> on the inside? On the inside, yeah. It's a loaded croissant? Yeah, it's it's slathered. It's not it's not even I don't even think it's piped in. It's just slathered on this. They split it in half or something and bam. Oh, it. they kind of do like the little fish move where yeah. they kind of start the gutting process, so, but they yeah. jab some stuff. So in it's there. kind of like uh damn, it's early. My voice is all uh nutty this morning. Yeah. Uh I think uh, yeah they do the gut, the gutting like a fish is what they do uh-huh. and it looks like a Nutella but it's not 
it's actually... You know, I had Nutella for the first <coughs> time in my life last, last week. Was it a Willis Coquito Nutella? No. <laughs> Is there a version? Yeah, there's a version, of, that. there's a version of that too, by the way. It was really good. It had that little chocolatey cocoa flavor to it that hazelnut action is that what it is yeah that's what it is mm-hmm. it was really good it's pretty strong blessing yeah but i'll tell you this much right now okay. uh, all right croissant. croissant so you know it recognizes the flaky pastry today right yes it is and it can be enjoyed in every meal croissants are a buttery crescent shaped roll that are crispy on the outside and soft on the inside and this is what i'm gonna tell you right now about a croissant tell me we've been out you've been out to uh home homegrown homegrown okay i was gonna say home farm whatever it was but yep. i'm in the zone i have been there there is a a, a, a treat uh, not a treat they have a breakfast meal in there that's called a french toast croissant hmm. scrump chalescent really S- mega scrump chalescent it was so good and it said oh one of the you know how they usually the menus you read them and you'll have some bullshit and they're like uh, a, a house favorite Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just like gloss right over. I'll just take the regular eggs. Forget the house favorite. You know, uh, it was, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. And I was, I was there with the Wilda and I ordered. I said, you know, let me try something different. Dude, that was so good. <laughs> he likes. It was, you know, sometimes French toast, depending on what kind of toast you use, mm-hmm. it could be brioche or it could be. Uh, Usually it's that Texas sourdough. toast. It's like yeah. really thick. Yeah, that 17 inch, uh, <laughs> 17 inch wide Texas right. toast. That yeah. could suck up the most batter yeah, possible. Exactly. So, not uh-huh. this one. This was, I mean, just like it says, it's flaky and light. So, it, so it is a physically a oh, croissant, yeah, dude, but they put in the batter yeah. and do it, treat it just like a piece of it French toast. It was so good, man. Mm. I'm telling you. It was like, you got to try it out, man. And then they, they dressed it with some strawberries and blueberries. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strawberries on one side, blueberries on the side. Did you get a little uh, bit of a, psh, like a, psh, no, I do not get, I did not get whipped cream. Whip cream, cream I did not get. Okay. But I didn't go that far. So, I mean, I wanted it the way the house. Next time, I may ask for that, uh, you know, that, that the, the glob of whipped cream, the one that they, they kind of uh, spoon out versus the kind that you were oh, talking about. Right, right, right. Or zapped out with the carbon. Uh, <laughs> with, yeah, the, the, the CO2 yeah, cartridge yeah, or whatever. The, yeah, yeah exactly. Shoot it, <laughs> shoot it out. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, croissant says, legend surrounds this pastry, man. It was actually, uh, it was actually done by an Australian man that uh, he... Uh, was also a, a, a relative or a descendant of Austrians, Vienna. What? So, and that's- I thought how, this was purely French. No, no, man. This is actually uh, German. Well, you know, Austrian. But yeah, it was a, it's a Viennan uh, treat. Wow. That's where it originates from. So and this guy was the one he went to Europe and introduced a croissant. And from there, I mean, there's a thousand- uh, according to what I had read on the nationalday.com, there's it's legend. So there's many variations of how the croissant truly came to be. But at the core of it, at the, all the research, it all points to this Viennan or this Viennan uh, descendant that was able to uh, craft this in Australia of all places. So, Are you against the uh, Pillsbury version where they have it in the tube? And then you have to jab the tube and it it busts apart. And then you pull out the little dough pieces and you have to like shape it yourself. You know, you have to ro- roll it yourself. Have you ever wondered how they do that now that you mentioned that? And it has like the little perforations and things. Like you could take off the little sections of Isn't dough. that incredible? Yes. Because I've had that uh-huh. like in a pigs in a blanket kind of deal. Yeah. Where you wrap up a little weenie. Yes. I mean, an eatable weenie. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying, and I know what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. You always, I say something, and you start laughing, and there goes and there goes the podcast. Well, That's the way you say it. <laughs> you're suggesting something is inedible, uh, and I think- said. I've been working and, and trying to make sure that everybody knows that it's, it's edible. Edible like what? Juicy, massive, ginormous schmeat. <laughs> no, not that kind. No, it's actually a little weenie. <laughs> okay, so the pig's Stop in the it, stop it. Pig yeah, in the blanket. So, well, it's kind of a, yeah, let's just call it a weenie in the blanket, you know? Okay. <laughs> nice and toasty. Right, exactly. So you wrap the weenie, right? So you in in uh, kind of the croissant, and then you do right. the little buttering. You you slather some butter over or some melted butter over it, and then you put it inside whatever the baking instructions are. Because okay. usually hot dogs and weenies and all that is already pre cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, you know, it comes out. Oh man, it's so good when it you know it comes out of the. Uh, you know, that's the only time you ever see me eating weenies. <laughs> I don't know why you brought this up. <laughs> I had two weenies before I walked in this room. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this is where let's get off of this real quick because we don't have a lot of time to go with the. <laughs> I got some family stuff to take care yeah. of today, but uh, uh yeah, uh, you st- how you celebrate it is you know you stop by your local bakery and you bake and you pick up some warm fresh croissants. So it's a, it's against the Pillsbury version. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, okay. you could it, it's still croissant day, so I'm sure the Pillsbury version is okay. applicable. You should be able to to enjoy it that way as well. And then you uh, you would thank your local baker and you take your croissants and you snap a photo. And you snap a photo and you hashtag it, <laughs> it and, you, and you put it on Instagram or whatever social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> is your favorite. So yeah, you go from there. So yeah, it's also today's national seed swap day, Adam. You swap oh, seeds. What? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. I don't want any part I'm of not, this. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not what? <laughs> I don't know. I execute judgment on you, <laughs> Satan, you destroyer, you killer. Man, such a <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I've, no. seen, I've seen videos like that before. <laughs> no, but. no, no, no. This is this is you swapping seeds, man, for real. How long how long do, the, do we have till till spring gets here? Uh, I would say sometime in March, right? So we, got, yeah. so we got a month and a half, two, so, two months. Maybe. So let me explain this to you. So seed swapping day. Oh gosh, you actually <laughs> take seeds that you're gonna get ready to. Uh, plant uh-huh. come springtime, right? So you're gonna plant your seed, <laughs> and before you plant, <laughs> before you plant, before uh-huh. you plant your seed, right? So right, it's, oh! it's, it's, okay. stop it, stop it! I already. didn't do this. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm trying to be serious now. Come on, <laughs> we're not gonna get through this today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You have a gardener at the home, or you like person who does oh. tomatoes and oh. and those kinds of I, plants, okay. vegetables, whatnot, flowers. So then, at that point, things to be grown in soil. Right. So oh. a national. So exactly. So you're planting in soil. Exactly. I got you. Yeah, and uh, it's not like you know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so you take that and you change or you exchange seeds with other uh, planters to say. So that's how you now, swap the seed. Would it be like a mystery thing where you'd say, I have some seeds, 
here you are. You, you, you're not going to know what they are when they come up, and you're going to be surprised. Is it a surprise thing, or is it these are my, I don't know, walnut fat nuts <laughs> tree <laughs> seeds, <laughs> <laughs> and this is my cucumber seeds? <laughs> is that how that works? I'm going to tell you the truth. This uh, is what this is what the page says. Okay. Okay. After the Jack and the Beanstalk, <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk incident, no more, no, no more surprise seats. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nobody likes likes climbing up a large stalk. <laughs> oh, <God>. Bono. <laughs> Take us away. Oh my God. Bono. I thought we'd never get through the todays. <laughs> we haven't gotten through the today. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, the beginning of it. Excuse me, the national day of. <coughs> oh. Oh, t- today is Adam, okay. <laughs> uh, it's brought to you by uh, history.com today, man. History.com. Yep, 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 yep. More faves. We go from uh, seed and swapping uh, swapping seeds and croissants to uh, uh, MLK's home in Alabama being bombed. Bombed? Yes, sir. When did this happen? Today in 1956, though, it was January the 30th, 1956. 56. This song here by U2 is called MLK, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear something solemn, you know, especially uh, as a tribute, maybe as a memorial. Since uh, I think Black History Month, no, I'm not sure. It's, it's February, isn't it? It's February. Okay, so it's the entire month. Of- An unidentified white supremacist and a terrorist bombed the Montgomery home of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. No one was harmed, but the explosion outraged the community and was a major test of King's steadfast commitment to nonviolence. My goodness. So, yeah. That was 56. This was 1956 in Montgomery, Alabama. King was relatively new to Montgomery. Because King was from Atlanta, okay, but had quickly involved himself in the civil rights struggle there. He was a leading organizer of the Montgomery bus boycott, which began in December of 1955, so just maybe, what, a month and some change before this? And after activist Rosa Parks was arrested for refusing to give up her seat in a segregated city bus Mm. to a white passenger. So all this is going on. Protests are are flaring up everywhere. That's the focal point of all this. that's right. Right there in Montgomery. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, so some idiot, a supremacist, bombed the Montgomery home of uh, the Reverend. What is meant by bombs? It means like throw like Molotov cocktails? You know, we we don't see, I think we said this before, we don't see this sometimes in our days, you know, at least not in civilized America. No. And, uh, you know, like you, I mean, we, you and I are both different ethnicities and we could sit here and, you know, you're of yours and I have minds and we could have a peaceful uh, conversation sometimes full of you know, bullshit, <laughs> you know. But usually, that's usually, yeah, usually you know nine times out of ten, you know, we right. don't take, we don't take take life as serious. But no, you know, it's these people, and it goes all in all parts because all ethnicities have some kind of prejudice towards some others. Not you know, I'm not going to say everybody within those ethnicities, but those those little groups. In this case, it would have been white supremacists who were doing this, mm-hmm. and this is d- documented history. We're just all we're doing is you know reminding our listeners that yeah, Tommy and Adam. Hard to name podcast. We like screwing around and joking and whatnot, but this is the kind of stuff that we need to keep teaching to be reminding, 
you know, the, especially the youth of nowadays, a lot of it is in, is is, uh, is already integrated and, and, and functioning within society that I would say the great majority, and I've lived country, I've been all over the country, I've been out of other countries, and, you know, it's one of those things that you... Probably I, for I the think, most part, yes. Mo- mostly <clears throat> tolerant and somewhat harmonious, but then we only hear about the extremes. Yeah, because that's what the news likes giving, the extremes, you know. Here's a guy struggling for his community. You know, he's he's leading, he's organizing. He has these incredible skills as a leader. Mm-hmm. And some people take exception to it. I'm not going to say everybody did that. But there was one focal group that felt that they needed to, uh, to go ahead and ex- exchange or provoke them with this kind of violence. You know, a bomb. Come on, dude. That's so damaging. You know, thank heavens at this time he didn't die. He died years later. And he lied of, you know, in a violent act. You know, it just goes to show, you know, this is things that have to happen so change could be affected you know not immediately mm. but gradually as we went along so it's you know. difficult to see uh, a non-violent form of protest and uh, standing up for what should be right what should be understood as right and fair it's, it's difficult to see violence towards that non-violent protest i mean you could disagree with them to whatever extent but to extend violence to somebody who's not doesn't have any violent tendencies, doesn't have any instructions to followers to be violent, but to to, to act violently towards them. Is, yeah. It's, it's difficult to see. To offend, basically. Yeah. To offend them in, you know, in, in a way that would, you know, completely deprive them of, you know, of dignity, of respect. Exactly. So, yeah, I get it, man, you know. Yeah. I mean, and it's just not the years of, you know, training I had as a soldier because, you know, I was, again, I was able, you were able to do the same thing. We were able to interact with all these ethnicities and races and whatever you want to call it. And right. we were still one team. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, we all went our separate ways. You know, we all moved on, retired, whatever it was, separated. But you take that with you. Like, wow, you know, I was able to, to you know, work with this Chamorro from Guam or from this, 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 this Japanese from Hawaii. From Put you in situations where you hadn't been before. Yeah. To, in touch with people that you'd never come in contact with. You know, and, so. and, and a lot of people say stuff. The people from the South are a butt of many jokes. And, and, and I'll be the first one to raise my hand. And they still should be. You know, you know, I'll be the first one to raise my hand. But, you know, in real life, I have served with many Southerners. Yeah. I have worked alongside many Southerners. And they're, the great majority of them were awesome people with me. Mm-hmm. The great majority. Some great, some you know, great dudes. Some, and, you know, the best thing about these guys is they were straight up. They, you knew where you stood with these guys. You know, it's just like any other. But, you know, as, as long as you're, I think it comes down to as long as you're a secure person, mm-hmm. you could ba- basically operate in any kind of environment. You're able to get that. And, and you say tolerance. I don't think so much as more of a tolerance. Tolerance, I would say more of acceptance. This is what America's all about. And these fools were trying to stop this. So, you know, history absolutely, absolutely proved them wrong. Which is well, awesome. tolerance should be like at the <clears throat> base level. Base should, level should yeah. basically just be tolerant. Like, okay, I'm existing in my life. You're existing in your life. Let's just live our separate lives and be happy. Be happy with yeah, ourselves. Yeah, you know, living like like in this subdivision that uh, sure. that Data Cova Studios One is at. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 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 uh, integrated. So anyway, and I'm and I've been to your should be, should be that way. And I've been to your community. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. So just one of those things. Yeah. But that happened today, dude. 1956. Adam, here we go. That's moving on. <coughs> You're as cold as ice. An overplayed song. Overplayed? I would say so, yeah. yeah. definitely. You know, so it doesn't make, it hasn't made, I think this is his first appearance on the uh, Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, I think. I'm not sure. I'm sure we've had a handful of other foreigner songs. But we, I don't here. think we've had, uh, we have to go back anyway. The bottom line is check this. the record. 
Yeah, it it's it just the the record has to go with this day in sports. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> this day in sports brought to you by uh history.com and on this day.com slash sports. So I forgot which one I pulled it from. <laughs> okay. But it was one of those two. I got you. We'll give them the credit where credit is due, right? Absolutely. And then you know, why would you think I would play cold as ice? Today? Cold as ice. 19, so in, 1994 in sports, Adam. Come on now. January. Uh, January thirtieth. January January thirtieth. We are talking about cold as ice and sports. We have to be on the ice hockey rink. There, uh, mm, you be. were. Your do we have blades on our feet? Your twenty. Your now you went out. You went. You went from twenty five percent to fifty oh, percent. Is there a, a female figure skater? Yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually speaking. We're actually gonna, we're actually going to be speaking about a uh, speed skater Olympian. Oh, speed skater, yeah. and uh, Apollo Ono, or no, um, no, wasn't that guy on the what was it on Blaze of Glory? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about these speed skaters, but yeah, American yeah. speed skater Dan Jansen oh, okay. set a new record, a new world record of. 35. Okay. Or in 36 seconds, really. In the 500 meter race. Okay. Dan oh. Jansen. So 500 meters in, in 30, Cal- 36 yeah, in, seconds. In, it was in Calgary, Canada, by the way. So you run 100 meters. Fastest guys in the world do it in like 10 seconds, right? So if you're right. doing 500 meters, so if you're running it at that same pace, you'd be at like 50 some seconds. And this guy did it 35 seconds on skates. On skates. Got you. Man, that's. that's blisteringly fast this is the guy that his his uh, sister died okay i don't know if you remember any of that had a great impact on his race the day before came up short he wanted to win it for her oh, okay. is it ringing a bell to you by any i chance? mean somewhat the story yeah. but not that much but yes i remember there was so, something yeah. about dan Jansen. so this is the guy this is today it's That's a funk bass right there. That's really good. <laughs> These guys were going to go out on tour last year before all this COVID stuff. It's a long train running by the Doobie Brothers. Doobie, thank you, Adam. That was awesome. Thank you. The Doobies. Yeah. This day in rock history. Tell me about it. Tommy Adam R. Tonight Podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by... <laughs> oh, we have sponsors? No, no, no. no. Oh. This is courtesy of excuses. Oh, oh, <laughs> you don't get too excited, all right? Oh, damn History.com. Today, for a raise. Todayinmusic.com. Okay. Songfacts. Okay. Slash history.com. So, yeah. 1978. Okay. 78. These were the doobies, you know, so I'm not going you know, I'm I'm to try to trump you out. January 28th, 1978, Adam. Okay. Where was four-year-old Adam in 1978? Uh, I believe I was living in town here in Wichita, Kansas. I might have been in a trailer, <laughs> or or I might have been in a very very small house. Are you revealing again some of your past? Is the, where is where is the doctor here? Where is Mister Psychiatrist Psychologist J Big Bubba Martinez? I, I don't know. remember trailer time, but I I think I was told that initially when we moved. Back to this town, there was a, a trailer involved. Wow. 
So at one point, I was trailer trash. <laughs> what, was the, what if it was an up, upscale trailer? I don't know. Double wide? I don't think so. <laughs> it's, not, it's too good for us. Let's get back, Kay. Okay. The Doobie Brothers, what were the chances we just played uh, a song, right? Sure. Star in the first of a two-part episode of What's Happening? They did? Yeah. Are you serious? I am dead serious, man. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't you, do you I have remember, not seen that. Do you remember what's happening? I have never, I, don't, I mean, I've I've watched like an episode or two of it, not much. It was so great, I was man. more into like the Sanford and Son and Good Times It and was so like great, man. I love this show. This is a really good show, man. Is that the one that had Rerun or is that? Freddy, Freddy Rerun Stubbs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Also, it had Roger. Okay, yeah. Raj, the, right. that was a skinny guy uh-huh. with the glasses, right? He also had it was D was the sister, I believe. Oh, I should have wrote these D. down. I only wrote I only wrote down rerun and Raj. So I think Dwayne might have been another one. Yeah, I've seen and pictures. Surely was the was the. I've seen uh, pictures of D because at sporting events when. Uh, Teams are, or fans are cheering on the defense. Oh. They'll have a pic, they'll have a picture of D, and then they'll have a, a section of You're fence. You're kidding me? That's D so fence. wrong. That's so wrong. <laughs> but she was, you know, she was really cool. Yeah, right. She was the tattletale. You know, uh, was she was she uh, Roger's sister? I don't remember. Oh yeah, I mean, I did, I yeah, I, yeah. You know, I did, I remember watching it. Lasted what two or three seasons, maybe. It was on oh, prime, and it was and it was longer. prime time. It was on and it was on one of the main networks. It was 1978, obviously. Yeah. And then I think it went into. I'm not 100 percent sure, but if you're sure, you could email us at at uh, Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail.com. Someday we'll get that. Did you get the password? Did <laughs> we? No, I didn't. I requested oh, it. Shit. My request was denied. Oh, uh, I'll text him here in a minute. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see if we can get something. He won't be up. It's you know, it's it's old dark super, thirty. Super early. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, and uh, the doobies going back to the doobie because yeah, what are they doing show. on that show? The doobie were teaching the kids why bootlegging was a bad thing, like running alcohol uh, or bootlegging concerts. I think it was just bootlegging in general. It's like anything you could counterfeit, or maybe those bootleg pants of the seventies, <laughs> the real wide bottoms, yeah, yeah. bell bottoms, the bell bottoms. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. What that. were they bootlegging? I can't remember because I didn't. Uh, I didn't go that well, much into well, the, the band. Into the, uh, the band is probably explaining. You're taping our concert and trying to sell that for monetary value, and you're stealing our content. And it was, and, and it was gonna be, it was gonna be that camera that had that one like cable going into a box on the side of your uh, of your belt. <laughs> you remember that that kind of camera? You ever get to see those? No, I don't it was think a video so. camera that was that was uh, okay. Let me try to describe it since we're this is a audio podcast. Yes. Uh, you had a, it looked like a gun, right? And it was a camera, kind of like. It kind of looked like you remember the shooter that you used to have on the Nintendo game that you used to shoot the ducks with. Duck hunt. Yeah, yeah. It was a something like that, but a little bit shorter. Okay. And then it had a cable that would go down from the camera into this little box that you would either have strapped to your belt or you would have a belt around it that you used to put around your uh, shoulder, like if it was a purse. So you you would have no visual reference of what the camera is yeah. looking at. You just kind of point it in the direction. Yes. Oh. So this was like Yuck. this is like the end of the seventies, early eighties, pre 
videotape. Where did D get one of those? No, I no, what, I don't. Was D I, doing yeah, it? I, I don't know. I, I, I would I would like to tell you a big lie right now to say what this episode was about. But researching the the what's happening isn't that easy. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not uh, too too keen on what's going on with the what's happening. But yeah, Dewey Brothers, man. Oh yeah, I know what this is, dude. Oh good, good deal. Go ahead, lay it on me, Adam. This is I don't like Mondays. What are the, the chances? Boomtown rats. What are the chances? <laughs> Nobody likes Mondays. <laughs> I'm trying to get everybody behind your title. Just, just call it I don't like Mondays. Yeah. What do you think this song's about, Adam? <laughs> about about hatred of the work week, of the school week. That's what you would think. I, did, I am thinking. If that. you would just take it out of context and mm-hmm. think it's everybody knows this part. The reason Monday, you know, it goes into this whole deal, right? Yeah. On January the 29th, nineteen seventy nine, a year after the Dewey Brothers. Okay. Start start okay. on what's happening. <laughs> that landmark event. Yes. <laughs> So it's all marked out by the calendar year. Uh-huh. 16-year-old Brenda Spencer opens fire on Cleveland Elementary School in San Diego, California. 79? 1979. From her, from her home across the street, killing two adults and injuring nine children. Elementary school, you say? This Is is this what, like our first major school shooting I don't know. Event? I don't know if it was, but this is 1979. This is way so, before yeah. Columbine. That's right. When asked why she did it, what do you think her reply was? Um, I don't like Mondays. I don't like Mondays. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gee, she really doesn't yeah, like Mondays. No reason, and you got no reason to like this song. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which the Boomtown Rats use. As the title to a song about the incident. So this actual song is about this incident, this school wow. shooting. Yeah. That's insane. Isn't that? I mean, sometimes you do sometimes you do listen to songs that have not and you actually either like the the melody or you like the beat to it and you snap to it or you like the the hook or the chorus, whatever. You have it may no be. idea where the origin yeah, of that song is. You have is no freaking idea what that yeah, that wow. So what do you think about what that? What a dude? maniac. Um, so oh yeah, so the Boomtown Rats, they actually wrote a song about this. This was a lady, you said? Uh, yeah, her name was, uh, this is a kid. She was 16 years old. 16-year-old yeah. girl? Yeah, 16-year-old Brenda Spencer was the, was the name of the... We, uh, girls don't go around shooting people. Well, evidently, evidently, uh, in this case, she didn't get that memo. You know, she killed two adults. Yeah, so that's the deal on that dude. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that something? This is what I love about this podcast. I'm reading this, I'm like, what? I you like can the, actually learn something. I like this, this freaking song. <laughs> like, oh, now you've ruined it. Well, yeah, but you know, you take an ex- as an example, you could take uh, Nirvana's Polly. Yeah. You know, that's about this abducting, you know, rapist and whatnot running around in that van. It's like, you know, the, the you know what's Isn't it about like a little little parakeet or something? No, dude, no. It has Polly nothing to do with that. No, oh. absolutely not, man. Damn it. So, you know, so I didn't want to ruin I that. Listen to I, didn't, I didn't want to wrong, ruin that song for you either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcasts. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll get past this ever. Hey, 
Oof, what a... I think I say this every week. I love this song. <laughs> I love them all. Has there been one where you haven't said that? <laughs> I'm kind of 50-50 on this song. <laughs> Nothing to lose. This one's huge, Adam. This one's huge. Yeah. This day in history, it's a Ooh, huge this one. Is a big one? It's an, hey, did you notice that I changed the font? Um, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was going to comment on that. There's an actual playlist of songs that we're playing on this show. And <laughs> Tommy has changed the font on the S's. <laughs> So they look like exactly like this. <laughs> I, I knew you would catch that. I'm sorry that I had to mention that, man. Just, but I was so excited when I did this. Oh, shit. Anyway, this is huge today in, yeah. in history, Adam. What happened? I, was, I, was, I know we started this segment maybe, what, officially maybe four weeks ago, right? Maybe, yeah. Extra, extra officially maybe a year because about this time last year we were doing the- It ki- seemed like the, about every episode. we had. No, a, <laughs> but, la- but last year you and Jay let me- I uh, had a bell that I used to ring every time you said kiss <laughs> and then you got mad at the bell because it, I just kept going off all was the time. Was that it? Yeah, that was it. How'd you pull that out? I have no idea. <laughs> Adam, January the 30th, today, Adam. Okay, today. Saturday, January. The year is 1973. 73. Okay. Eight-year-old Tommy Martinez (laughs) was screwing around in New York, right? Okay. And at the same time, okay, this is how universes again are colliding, okay? Okay, okay. As I was was an eight-year-old in New York, okay? Right. Kiss play their first concert ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Performing at the Popcorn Club in Queens, New York. Oh, my God. (laughs) You were there, present at the genesis (laughs) of this band. You were in in that orbit. I was alive in the same state. (laughs) You could could have walked, if you had enough rations, you could have walked to the venue. Yeah, my mom would have got put in jail. Yeah, absolutely. Eight-year-old running around. Yeah, sure. (laughs) They they probably didn't do that then. The The audience was fewer than 10 people, Adam. As, as typical. At the Popcorn Club, renamed later the Coventry, right? <laughs> now, were they fully adorned in makeup? And now, it says here they did use makeup, but not the makeup that you're used to. Okay. Have you ever seen the first Kiss record? Yes. It yes, has I the have. four faces. Has the four faces, sure. You know, well, four faces in kind of a disorderly fashion. Kind of like reminiscent of like a Beatles cover. Or kind of, yeah. The faces Some, are all kind Yeah, of something yeah. like that, yeah. Right. That was the makeup, more or less, that they were using at the time. Okay. So let me see if I have it right. Anyway, let's forget that for the, I probably do, but <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah, let's not go ahead and do that. Anyway, it's it they, it was it, they did wear it on stage, like I said, and, and but not like the familiar look that we're accustomed okay. to today. So let's leave it at that, right? Okay. So anyway, the band was paid fifty bucks for performing two sets that evening, following a call Simmons had made. Simmons being the businessman early on, right? Right. Right. To the venue uh, that went from January 30th to uh, February, it says here, I, I lift that out. But anyway, they did wear the makeup, Okay. but the iconic character designs had not even been created yet. They hadn't established quite Mm-mm. yet. Nope, okay. nope, nope. Those debuted on March 9th and 10th in Daisy, at the Daisy, that's the club in Amityville, New York. So the, the way we know Kiss today debuted a couple of months after this first show that they played. So they kind of tweaked around, played the club scene, and were able to. But what you're saying is that it was the similar style with like the white 
background and mm-hmm. designs on the face, just yeah. not the same designs we know yeah, yeah. as the iconic designs. Yeah, because I think that, for, if I remember correctly, that album cover, where the hell is it? It's, it's a little glittery. Hmm. There's okay. some glitter on it and whatnot. So yeah. So anyway, now I love this quote. This is coming from Paul Stanley. Okay. <laughs> what, what does he have okay. to say about the event? Okay, okay. Is this Our first show ever was at the Coventry, which was the popcorn, right? Okay. A study in contrasts. All right. This is Paul getting Contrast really... Contrast between what? Yeah, yeah. The first time we played there, nobody was at the club. <laughs> the last time we played there, you could barely get into the door. Oh. So in three or four shows, they were already packing the club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's how he remembers Man, it. Man, that's <laughs> how he rolled, Paul. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, this is coming from an era where I have no idea how you can even remember what you had for breakfast, much less, you know, what was going on. And that, ladies and it's gentlemen, was what we know is called as This Weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. You gotta, you gotta love Paul Stanley, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. We just, we just doubled Ric Flair. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may have woken up the house now. <laughs> ACDC, a whole lot of rosé coming in hot. Speaking of hot, it's like what thirty-two degrees outside. You were outside. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was awful chilly. I was happy to get inside. <laughs> But this will warm you up for sure. Definitely. The great Bon Scott. Oh, she's got it all, right? <laughs> BBW's probably at the... Because <laughs> it was a whole lot of roses. Oh, there was a whole lot. <laughs> uh, January 27th, 1980, Adam. We jumped to the 80s. Okay. At the Gaumont Theater in Southampton, England. Okay. ACDC play what will be their last show with Bon Scott. Oh. The electrifying yep. frontman died on January 19th after a night of excessive drinking. Mm. So today's the 30th, 19 days later, he's done. So they didn't play a show between, what was it, 19 days? Yeah. Well, we know what you said. 20 days. Okay. Because 31 days in January. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam, think about this for a minute. Okay. Iconic band. Yes. They're just basically starting to blow up big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they already been on the scene maybe what ten years at the what time. What were they coming off of? Were they coming off of uh, Highway to Hell? I think or? Highway to Hell is what the was was going on. So that was like their signature album with Bon Scott. Big bon Scott, think, right? right? Mm-hmm. So you have that ACDC, yeah, Bon Scott. You have the new ACDC, Brian Johnson. Yes. This is me thinking. This is just Tom Martinez putting it out there in his in my head full of cobwebs. Your gears are turning. They Wake each up. have their own legacy. Yeah. I think they I think you could actually separate them, make them two bands in a sense, still being the iconic band that they are. Being the link that links them together obviously is Angus Young. Yeah, it is. That is the, that is the case, but I don't think you'd separate them. I don't think you make them two different bands. You can't you 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 do not see them that way. No. I was hoping I was hoping you were gonna I see, was hoping you would disagree with me. If you were going to see ACDC in concert, you're going to want to hear Highway to Hell. You're going to want to hear, you know, Let There Be Rock. You're you're going to want to hear all of these old whole songs. Whole lot of Rosie. You're going to want to hear a whole lot of Rosie. You're going to want to hear all those old classics. Do they that do, Brian Johnson wh- has no problem with playing? Do they play balls? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they do. We got big balls. Uh, I don't know. 
But uh, you're going to want to hear those. Those are traditional. Those are ingrained yes. in that band. But I'm talking about and, mentally. And you can't let you can't take that away from Angus. No, no, you can't. But I'm talking about mentally. Okay. That's how I I separate them mentally. Me. I said Tommy Martinez. Remember? Yeah, they are definitely two different eras. So two it, different eras of the same band. I can't just. I mean, it, it just each has their own legacy. That beauty of their own legacy. You know, obviously more time, more powerhouse records. After you know the Highway to Hell album, and so you know what thing was Back in Black was the Back first one. Yeah, was the first so one right out of the there, shoot. Yeah. And Bon Scott, not Bon Scott, uh, Brian Johnson was just was just coming off of uh, a, a singing for a commercial of some sort. I think you played yeah, that. I think we had that. You, on the you show. had that on the show. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that was just you know that's just me, dude. That's just me thinking over this side. I just can never. I can never. Me personally, I can't make. I can't make that distinction. There's I just some don't know bands what it that is. have. That have so much turnover and changed lineups so many times and in so many different facets. Most of the band is still kind of intact I mean, with the the Youngs, and that's kind of the the nucleus. That's kind of the the through thread that kind of can keeps everything together. Is is the new guitarist the son of? Uh, oh, I don't even know of Malcolm. I haven't, I haven't researched. I know that. it's, a, I know it's a nephew. It's another, it's another young. Yeah, it's another young. I oh. think. Yeah, well, might as well keep it. In I don't the know who's the son. Yeah, son. He is of. You know, I really don't know. So anyway, yeah, I'm not sure. That's what and I was just thinking. I just thought I'd throw that. Yeah. I, I knew you would disagree with me. I did. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you, you're like, right. Like you probably disagree with me with with the Pink Floyd. I just never. I tell you, I never get this. Like I love the songs though. I love these songs, but I don't get the Pink Floyd vibe. So just you know, crank hmm. it up real quick, and we'll just go into that. Okay. You think I'm going to disagree with you? <laughs> Not on the song, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Run like hell. Adam. From the wall. The wall. January 24th, 1980, Adam. Mm-hmm. Clever marketing is the title of this. Okay. 1981, excuse me. Did I say 1984. No, excuse me, it's 1980, excuse me. 1980, got it. Pink Floyd advertised their upcoming world tour to promote their album, The Wall, mm. with nice. a special billboard in Los Angeles. Okay. It's on the Sunset Strip. Okay. And it is gradually covered each day with a brick mm. until the entire wall is built over it. Revealing brick in the wall, revealing oh, okay. that Pink Floyd will tour <laughs> each day. Can you imagine? Each day, can you imagine? Some person had to go out there and alter it once a day, once a day. day. And I don't know how many, I didn't go that far before you asked me how many bricks so there the were. Sunset Strip on the Sunset Strip. Can you imagine now that we live? In the era of uh, instant gratification. Immediacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine living in 1981? So, you know, we talk about hashtagging and putting on social media. It's somebody every day would come out going, what the hell is Here's this? Here's another picture. And then you would see this whole progressive thing for however many bricks were on that wall. And right. then finally, oh my God, it's it's going to be Pink Floyd. They're touring. and. <laughs> It had to be excruciating for, especially if they let those little leaks out, you know, either on Hit Parade or on Cream. I don't, I don't even, I wouldn't even think, maybe it was on Rolling Stone, I don't know, the magazines of the time, mm-hmm. you know, and all those, those other publications that were, uh, those little publications like, uh, oh God, what was the one that Metallica advertised on, Motley Crue advertised on them. Mm-hmm. They had all these uh, periodicals that were just locally produced. 
Okay. They had to be losing their minds to try to get what is going on with these mm. bricks. You know, yeah, right. it, it, I'm sure there was a lot of speculation because even though I don't get Pink Floyd, like I said at the beginning of the intro of this of this little segment, I, I just don't get it, dude. I really don't. I, I like the songs, and a lot of it had to do maybe with uh, I never been to, and this is my, this is again this is Tommy Martinez trying to understand this. I never seen Pink Floyd, but yeah. I knew there was this aura around going to see the IMAX movie, right? Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the wall as well? I can't. Re- I don't know I, what it is. I, 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 I thought it was the wall, but I don't know. But there's all I, this I thing like everybody sure. talks about this experience of going out there. It's just like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's that same. The movie, just like seeing them, is like when I watched Star Wars on IMAX. I was in that X-wing fighter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was in Gundor. Yeah, <laughs> running around with you know with with the 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 writers of Rohan, you know I'm in there. That's that's how I feel in an IMAX. I don't know if I could feel with the what is the pig flying thing. I, I don't get that. I can't really comment on like have you the, seen it the audience? And I haven't been to one, but I, I can't really comment on the audience. I just know I I can't imagine them being like a big fervor like like we were talking recently about like the Iron Maiden show in like a Brazil where people are just going nuts. I can't imagine. I think it's more like head music, more like in your head, like you 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 listen to them on headphones. You get deep into so it's an experience, is what you're saying. Maybe that's what it is. I I don't know. Someday we'll have to dabble, and some <laughs> we'll have Pink to figure Floyd. something out. Yeah, we'll have to have a group viewing of the uh, this movie that everybody loves so bad. If you say a group, it's probably going to be just me, you, and me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> the rest will run for their lives. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way they're gonna. <laughs> They're going to stick around for this. Crank that up, Adam. Crank that up. Go, go, go. You know whose distinctive scream that is? (laughs) Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Jailbait. Saturday morning, Wichita. <laughs> World <laughs> that gets the stream. Take it or leave it on Saturday night. Yeah, jailbait, Adam. You're keeping it local this week. La- last week you were talking to Malaysia and all, all I, sorts you know, of weird places. Keep it. You know, that's one of our tags. You know, <laughs> a Wichita podcast. You know, this is what it comes out of. You know, <laughs> that is right. Uh, January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty one, Adam. Okay. If we're playing Aerosmith, what do you think we're going to talk about, Adam? Uh, big lips. <laughs> Aerosmith, Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Had a nasty motorcycle accident. Oh, shoot. With his 17-year-old babysitter in the back. Oh. oh. He spends the remainder <laughs> of the year recovering, <laughs> which delayed the band's next album, Rock in a Hard Place. Oh, yeah. Well... Maybe he had to take her home, you know, done watching the baby. It's like, oh, all right, I'll give you a ride home. <laughs> you don't think that's... We just wanted to throw that a little oh. bit in. <laughs> You make out the rest of it. It's Steven Tyler. God bless him. He's the best. Ooh. If you notice, I grabbed my mic for this one. Yeah, I know. I'm ready to karaoke. <laughs> You're ready right there. Get into the song. You're gonna start singing it away. I'm ready to karaoke. You start seeing everybody hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Why'd you play that for? <laughs> <laughs> Bastard, Motley Crue. That's right. 
two weeks in a row we had self Helter Skelter last week. And this week That's we, right. had, uh, we had a uh, bastard. That's right. Backstage <laughs> on January 28th, Adam, oh, 1984. No. Okay. Motley Crue show in Buffalo, New York. Uh-huh. Drummer Tommy Lee found out that his girlfriend has posed for the current issue of Penthouse magazine. He didn't. He didn't enjoy. He that didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. He found out. Oh, how? Uh, A how? fan told him. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Tommy Lee and Tommy Lee fashion. Guess what he did? What did he do? He punched the dude. Oh. <laughs> Not only did he punch him, he knocked him out when he punched him. Is he gonna punch like uh, ten hundred thousand other people that got the magazine? How dare you look at my lady? Thank God she wasn't on Instagram. <laughs> 84. Oh, Who was his girlfriend? Let me see. Any she, idea? She is so important that her name's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been a handsome lady, though. Oh, yeah. I, I bet you she was. Shoot. <laughs> For, <laughs> Man, uh, tour manager Doug Thaler uh, later convinced the fan not to press charges, which he didn't. Good, good. So that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like now that. you just you just find out that your lady is spread eagle for the whole entire universe to check out. You know what I'm saying? I do. No, I found no. this out. I'm just talking about Tommy. Oh. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's hope that never happens. <laughs> and to regular people, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's true. Thank heavens. <laughs> We know what this is. That's yes, we do. Man. Very sounds like, sounds like a live version here. Very cool moment okay. in rock history today, by the way. What is that? With Stephen Adler, mm-hmm. right? Guns yeah. and Roses, Roses uh, drummer, drummer uh, in rehab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine, you can imagine. Go figure. Don Henley filled in on the drums for this song right here. With Guns N' Roses Patience At the American Music Awards, dude That's wild Don Henley Did you see it on YouTube? Get into the rock and metal (laughs) band Did did you see that on Did you see that on the uh, I saw the uh, video I watched it But I didn't I couldn't tell in the back Who that guy was He didn't look familiar to me Of course, I wasn't thinking Don Henley, of course You know, the deal was The deal was uh, uh, Henley had asked Axl Rose To sing Uh on the song "I Will Not Go Quietly," okay. So that's a Henley Don Henley solo song. Yes, which appears later that year. So that's the Guns and Roses Eagles connection. Wow. Uh, Axl Rose already making uh, making friends with the rock and roll elite. Wow, cool enough to go on the American Music Awards, dude. I know. And how how long had that song been out? Was that Patience is off of Lies? Is it not? Yeah. Was that was that eighty eight so, that that came out? I want to say yeah, eighty eight. It had to be yeah. at eighty eight, yeah, because hmm. uh, Appetite was released in eighty seven, was it? And it basically mm-hmm. blew up in eighty eight. Yeah, that's right. And then they immediately released. Then the, they said we need to yeah. put something else out there right now. So that was that one EP that we were talking about, and then Lies came out. Right, you're right. So you know, remember that I had I had to school. You had to, you had to I, tell me about I schooled you. I had to win. I would only get a few wins on you. I got to squeeze them in, and, and when I get those wins, I got to enjoy them again. I have to relive them because <laughs> I don't have any patience. <laughs> we just had patience. You heard it. You heard it just like I did. Oh yeah. This one's for the musical snobs, Adam. Is it? Yes, it is. 
Is this one that is beloved by the elite? Who is this? Who, who loves this? Only researchers of rock and roll, especially the grunge era, will know who this is. You think we should tell them who it is? Go ahead, knock yourself out. This Don't make them suffer anymore. This is Soundgarden with loud love. Yeah. From the beginning. That sounds exactly like Soundgarden now. From the beginning. <laughs> you know, and this is pretty obscure. Yeah. This is not you one know, of their popular tracks. This is not, you know, but this. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling. I'm sorry. I, I know. That door I thought had banged there for a minute. No. <laughs> the, the door to Dr. Co-op Promotion Studios 1. Uh, this song was the first grunge song to chart on the billboards. On the Billboard charts. Oh, so this you, when you said from the beginning, this is the very beginning of this grunge is, starting to take right. over the music and industry. This really was uh, the rock and roll coming out of Seattle because didn't really. I don't think it had a name really at the time. Mm-hmm. So all those uh, young hipsters out there that love that Nirvana album, never mind. Mm-hmm. You are wrong, <laughs> and you and you just learned it here. You had a predecessor. That's <laughs> that you, right. That you needed man. to learn about. And it's louder than love is the name of mm. the record. So yeah, okay. The song was loud love. So yep. It w- and by the way, it charted at number one sixty eight. <laughs> hey, it's on the charts. <laughs> it's on there. It's on there. <laughs> the top two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who's number one when they charted? Um, no, Phil Collins. But seriously. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. He was a hit machine. He, he had a lot uh, of hits. So this solves the who came first of grunge Adam. <laughs> oh, I, I, I wrote this one in two, didn't I? Yeah, you put it in. It looks like, gonna, it was, like it was wedged in there I'm like gonna, it was an afterthought though. Uh, oh. <laughs> Adam. Everybody knows this song though. And the music video is I very like creative. Have you heard This is the live version. It is live. So it sounds better. I don't know how much of his tracks, but yeah. It was in 1991, though, so it was only about maybe, what, five, six years after it was a hit? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Just help me out here if you know anything. I will go deep into my aha knowledge. (laughs) Well, we're screwed. (laughs) Aha, take on me, Adam. Yes. January 26, 1991. Now. Here is the reason why. Now, the hit was like 85, you say? I want to say, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. 85, And I don't, and I don't know a lot it's of not, other hits. It's not important. No, it's nothing else. <laughs> this is the one with a cartoon, and he's riding a yeah. motorcycle, and somebody's drawing him and whatnot. On MTV yeah. constantly. The girl is very beautiful, young lady. Yeah. You know, These guys, I think, either Swedes or yeah. something. European yeah, you're, so you're up there somewhere, right? Some mm-hmm. blonde dudes, right? And this is the reason maybe why I put this on here. I'm going to probably bullshit you on this, but it's, a tr- it's probably true at the time. This is what I was thinking when I wrote this onto the outline, okay? Uh-huh. You said mm-hmm. you would go to which festival, hands down? Oh, the Rock and Rio. That's right. That's what I said. On the second night of the Rock and Rio Festival. No shit. <laughs> In 1991? In 1991. Oh, Norwegian pop trio. Oh, nor- they're from Norway. Okay. Oh, okay. Aha. <laughs> Draw a crowd of 198,000 screaming fans. No, it's not just only aha, right? Are they the only performer that day? or? There's nothing else to take the stage. They're the, they're the final act, the only act. 
Is that what we're saying? Is that, they, what, is that what we're they, professing? Now, this is, this is what it says. I can't answer that question, oh, yes or no. God, okay. But I can imply that mm. it was a aha, okay. based on what I'm reading. Breaking the world. They are credited for breaking the world record for paid attendance at a rock concert. Now, you brought up Rock and Rio for the very first Rock and Rio show. You said there was Iron Maiden. There was White Snake. There was somebody else. 1987, I believe it was. Something like that. Something like you that. said that was the day one lineup, and there was, was at least one. three bands that played. Easily. So how do we, we advance to 1991, and now we only have AHA, and that's all that we offer? In, Is that all that says? In the era of hard rock, thrash, Metallica's uh-huh. kicking it right there, 1991. Well, well maybe not. Uh, depending on the time of year, on the release of the Black Album okay. or something. Oh, Metallica. Yeah. The but, Nameless Album. But still. Yeah, they were a number one band at the time. Yeah. Still. These guys are credited for bringing 198,000. We may not be AHA know. fans here, but evidently in Brazil, they have at least 198 to break a world record. They can say to us, AHA! AHA! There you go. Take, <laughs> take that, you sucker! Cool, 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 Adam. Cool. It feels like we're in the studio working on working something out. Here. That studio might be Abbey Road. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> hmm. Let's try to get it together here. They don't know what they were doing. God knows what they were. The Beatles, man. The Beatles, Adam. The day I went back to school, man. Yeah. It's a get back outtake is what that is. Yeah. 2011, Adam. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. January 25th, 2011. Okay. A former Miss Canada finalist became the first person in the world, Adam. Yes. To graduate with a master's degree in... The Beatles. What? <laughs> Who offers a degree in the Beatles? What year was this again? Say it. 2011. 2011? Yeah. They dissolved in 1970. Ten, ten years ago. <laughs> They're 41 years dead. They're 41 a, years. Those are the kind of classes I needed to take. What? A master's would, degree in I the would Beatles? Have, I would have had more more degrees than uh, Agent X3. <laughs> 2011? Did they, did she have uh, Ringo and Paul as professors? Uh, listen, check this out. Check this out. Canadian singer Mary Lou Zahalan Kennedy. At this time, she's 53, okay? Uh. Was one of the first students to sign up for the, for the course on the Fab Four when it was launched at Liverpool by Hope University. Nah. In March of 2009. So she completed her degree in the proper time in two years. Hope University in Liverpool just made this as a certain type of criteria just just to get a little bit of cred, to get a little bit of press or something. Okay. This is total BS. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. The Beatles. Can you see the Beatles? Their faces? I mean, you mean like... See them on stage? Yeah. Can, no, can we can't. You, no, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking <laughs> about. Let's say on TV. Did you know they existed? Basically, yeah. you could hear them. You. Yeah, some yeah, people yeah. touched them. Some people screamed. Sure. They were totally. This was a a palpable group that existed. They were in in the history of music. They yes, they were figures credited as probably the biggest influencers, the real influencers, not the one that we see on the internet. Yes. 
that has to do a lot with the format, the structure, the way pop music is made. Yes. Can you agree with me on that? Absolutely no problem with it. Absolutely correct. Now, there's a degree in ufology. In what? Huh? In, in what? ufology, in, in UFOs. That's more bullshit. <laughs> but that, okay. How do you prove anything of that? But you that's can prove totally it. unproven. But you can prove that the Beatles what, existed. You, what that's sham what university that's, that's, is offering a <laughs> ufology? That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's sham. It, it doesn't matter. It's all sham. The Beatles, you can actually prove. You can actually prove the Beatles. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get no. Past, we're not gonna get past the thirtieth of January. <laughs> You're putting too much pressure on me, Adam. <laughs> I love this song. This is a great song. Great pop song. I, love I it. you know I raise my hands. I love Boy, it. Give the intro on that, Adam. This is Billy Joel with some pressure. That's what I'm talking. I love this song. I remember like right now when this thing came out. Anyway, January the 25th, 2003, Adam. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel yes. crashes Mercedes oh, in Long he's, Island. He's done that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> the singer said later that he was in a mental fog. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's been on a few of those. Too. Around this time, caused by relationship issues and the lingering depression of the September 11th, 2001 attacks. Now, this is still two years later. It's still lingering with him? It was, yeah. Why? I don't know. Why do you think he would... I mean, I guess because you can credit it, you will, as as part of an excuse, but do you think that that was really so weighing think, on his mind? I'm thinking, how could that be? I mean, we've, we've moved on from that point. I mean, yes, we reflect and we'll never forget, but holy <laughs> shit. Come on, man. Are you serious? Mental fog. So you have an accident, okay? I do. You have an accident. Let's say God forgive that you know, God forbid that you actually do have an accident, okay? Yeah. And uh, I could go and tell the cop and say, listen, please don't turn me in. I was having a mental fog because I was thinking about COVID. Yeah. Do you think that let me slide? My my girlfriend in sophomore year of high school broke up with me and I was still I was, 30 I was refl- years ago. I, I was reflecting on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. Saturday morning with a little Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks. Our luck woman. Ooh, listen to Garth. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Shut that down for a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm liking that. Hold up, hold up. I'm liking that out of Garth. Hold up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Turn it back on. Turn it back on. It sounds the same. <laughs> In this video, he's looking directly at Paul Stanley. <laughs> and they're playing it together. Are we educating our fans again? Yeah. Are we educating our fans that Garth Brooks had a kiss song? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you think this... Is what led him to do his Alter Ego album? Yeah, I don't know. When was that? Chris Gaines or something? He made like a total yeah. Alter Ego where he was going to be like a rock star. Let me ask you this, man. X me. X me. X me. X me. I fucked that up, don't I? <laughs> Adam, yeah. did he play Hard Luck Woman when he was here in Wichita? Oh, crap. Oh, shit. I should know. You were there. I, I don't think I remember it. 
If I, I would have won, I don't think I. If oh, I would have, you would have blown, blown your stack. I would have been the only one ru- booing. <laughs> Who's the idiot in section two thirty two? Who's the moron that when you know you know how the the audience stays silent at some point when he's gonna say something or whatever? I, boo, hard luck woman, kick him out of here. I know he did have a section where he was. Uh, it was like he was taking requests from oh, the wow. audience, and man, I would have done. There was a lady saying "Red Strokes," and he did like <laughs> two lines of one particular song, and it was it was good. Uh, January twenty sixth, two thousand and six, Garth Brooks double live album. Oh, double live released. In uh, actually, the album was released in nineteen eighty eight, mm-hmm. but in uh, two thousand and six, it became the first live album certified double diamond. By the Record Industries Association. <laughs> Wait of a minute, Double Diamond is that twenty million? That's right, for sales of over twenty million <laughs> oh, in America, dude. Holy! So crap. even without even without Hard Luck Woman Live, you know, it, I guess he did very. This well, guy has so. his own little marketing thing. Like he is not on Apple Music. I have to go search out his stuff. If you go on YouTube, you don't see hardly any of his performance stuff on YouTube. It's like he has a a stranglehold on all of his material. Like you can get it, I guess, a, a box set at Walmart and you can't get it anywhere else. So he's like the Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. They only believe in their own marketing. Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> Adam, we don't play a lot of this. No, what is this? 1990s rock. We'll get around to that someday. Blink 182, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the name right. <laughs> I was afraid I'd screw that you up. You got the number wrong? <laughs> there's a blank, there's a sum, there's all kinds of shit going on. <laughs> I like this song. Whoa, what you do? Very cool song. I think you'd, you'd hear this in a lot of 90s movies. Yeah. 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 Comedies. I'd agree with you. Like in Friends. Maybe something, something like that. to that, yeah. Something like that. Blink one eighty two. This guy right here, the singing right, Tom Delonge. Delonge. Okay. I mean, I got. I'm in the zone. Sure. He resigned to the group, dude. He put in a formal resignation. Yeah, that's right. The day's bandmates Mark Hoppus and Travis Baker slammed Delonge in a tell-all Rolling Stone interview. Mm. So he says, "Screw you guys, I'm out of here." Damn. And that's uh, the last day, I guess, that he played with them. Maybe they got together back again. It doesn't make a difference. But, you know, it's hard to cover for someone who's disrespectful and ungrateful, according to uh, ba- Barker. Oh. He was, t- uh, Travis Barker was the, the, drummer? Uh, the drummer with all the tattoos. And who had the helicopter crash? Yeah, he was showing up in all the, on all the shows. And he was playing with, like, uh, you know, Busta Rhymes and all these rappers. Oh, just, I, I, I don't know if he really did play with them, but I know there was a bunch of hip-hop artists that he played with. So, he didn't yeah. move on to, like, another regular gig. Mm-mm. But eventually they came back together, right? Didn't they come back together I as Blink-182? So. Let, Let me see. It says they claim. It doesn't say here. So there was some problem with him being flaky and whatnot, and, you know, they just didn't like the dude, I guess, anymore. Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't like, I guess he didn't like his, uh, his, uh, the way he was doing his thing, so yeah, maybe he smelled. Yeah, uh, well, there's a little Blink 182 for some of our listeners that are younger, right? Damn. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on to some listeners that are older. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Great, great segue, by the way. On that one. <laughs> we took about we, we took around like 20 years off right there. <laughs> That's right. Oh, maybe about 10, maybe 10. Yeah, 80, 83, 84. Yeah, yeah 1984. Huey Lewis in the news, Adam. That's right. January 27, 2018. 2018. Huey, Huey Lewis loses, loses, excuse me, start us all over again. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, I'm going too fast. I got too excited with the with the good segue that we did, and I, and I screwed this up here. <laughs> Huey Lewis loses his hearing before a concert in Dallas. I was in Dallas last week. Now, I knew that he had a hearing loss, um, but I didn't know it was like a specific event, like yep. it happened instantaneously. I guess. This How does that work? Let me see. He does the show singing way out of pitch, and this later, and was later diagnosed with Hopefully you know how to pronounce this. Uh, Holy shit. Meniere's disease, mm, a rare condition that causes his he uh, his hearing to come and go. It's that top paragraph right there. See if you can read that. It's French. It looks like. Okay. Meniere. Meniere's disease. Meniere's disease. Blue. You hear no more. Oh, Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. I think I think uh, he came back after the hearing loss. And somebody developed some sort of buds that he could put in his ears. He recorded no He recorded another album because he was still able to hear himself, but then there's no live performance that he could ever do again, really. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Huey Lewis, I thought he was a great singer, man. I, oh, I, like, I like this stuff. Soulful voice, man. Yeah, yeah, he's great. pretty awesome. So, yep. It's that time to kick back in the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast time machine. Open your mind and listen to the significant album. Who knows? You may even be delightfully wounded by one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts. Listen up. It's about to get real heavy. Really good. We've done really good through this. I think we've done some good music during this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I, absolutely. You know, we beat. We had the Spice Girls last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's about I, to get heavy. It's got really heavy. <laughs> Adam released January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty five. Bro, oh my God, where was ten year old Adam at? I show. Hopefully, you were on the trailer by then. <laughs> I think I was on the trailer. You're right. <laughs> I was in a two-bedroom house. Oh, good. Crazy from the heat, Adam. Crazy. 1985 EP by American rock musician David Lee Roth was released. His debut solo recording is released while he was still, David Lee Roth being he, right, with right. Van Halen. Later, he is, quits the band and he moves on in his solo career. So he was still officially a member That's when this comes right. out. Yep, 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 yep. They they just, he just said, I want to do this album here. And then the rest of the Van Halen guys just said, yeah, we let you do stuff on Diver Down like that. But you can just go do your bullshit by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they parted ways, man. That's usually a sad deal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. The, and here's a, here's a really cool. I guess uh, this is why I went with Significant Album. A lot of people are going, this is bullshit, right? Mm. But no, it's not. I this EP, being EP, because it only had four tracks on this album. That's right. Was certified platinum. It was? Yes, it was. Oh, man. Yep. That's super That's super good. For an EP and for being a debut. Hmm. That's pretty wild. So, you know, but again, we're, right, we're, we're talking about David Lee Roth writing on his popularity from the 1984, 1984 Van Halen. 1984. 
all the videos on MTV. His shenanigans. There's more videos and stuff on this one. His legend. Mm-hmm. Every single rock magazine had David Lee Roth on the cover. Yep. Remember when last year when I pulled out my old hit paraders and creams and all that? Right. We could we could probably count maybe out of ten, yep. five or six had he, David he Lee Roth there. on there. Absolutely. Do you remember this one fondly? Did you have any? What did you think about this when it came out? You were uh, you were older. You... I was. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I was twenty. I remember. Maybe you didn't purchase it. Maybe you just saw videos on MTV, seeing David Lee doing his thing. When he came out with just a gigolo, this, I actually this one right here. I actually said, "What the fuck is this?" I'm not gonna lie. To you. Who let this man record <laughs> high? Uh, <laughs> a record company on a hot streak. Well, the, the, you know, David Lee Roth. It took off, man. It just yeah. took off. This song right here is from 1915, believe it or not. 1915. 19, uh, yeah. Yep. And it is a, an Austrian tango. Mm. Okay. Which is, and then the I Got Nobody part is a mix because it's a kind of a medley. That he does with a ragtime song. Okay. Could have been controversial today because the ragtime singer who sung this was in blackface and whatnot. Like Al Jolson? Yeah, like, some bullshit like that, yeah. Okay. So, right. yeah, so, you know, David Lee Roth, being David Lee Roth, being the obscure talent when it comes to the Van Halens, because usually everything is credited to the Van Halens, mm-hmm. being, you know, the band itself. Right. And then, you know, a lot of people just kind of forgot that David Lee Roth was the talent behind the singing and the melodies and the choruses. He had a lot to do with it because David can play the guitar. So he and I believe he's also uh, uh, piano trained as well. Is he? I believe so. I've never seen those talents used, at least on the on the Van Halen side of the of the ledger. If you look right now, he's on. He has a YouTube channel. You know, I'm on his YouTube channel. Okay. He doesn't put out a lot out there. There's this one segment. He's like in Japan or something. He's playing versions of. Was it on YouTube? He's playing versions acoustically of some Van Halen tune, some of his tunes as well. Well, that makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. You know, is this the album where? Is this the album? I know that uh, he did get the Waldo kid. Then they did the was a California. The, uh, the California Waldo girls. kid was. Wasn't the Waldo kid like in Hot for Teacher? He was, but they also oh. used him in uh, oh, the video be, for California, California Girls. Girls then, yeah. yeah. And where's the one that he was dressed up like a cannibal? Oh, that was Eat Him and Smile. That was Eat Him and Smile. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the one where he was like in the mountainside. Skyscraper. Uh, there's a skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are great albums. You actually. know, you know, well, he had Steve Vai on guitar. Steve Vai. Billy Sheehan. That's right. Billy Sheehan played the bass as, as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So a lot of people, you know, you know, you know, we do clown around with, with. I mean, we 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 joked with him a little bit last year when we saw him here in Wichita. You yeah. Know, because you know, obviously, we're we're used to this kind of David Lee Roth, the one that's from this epoch mm-hmm. in you know rock and roll music. And you know, and he we, we did credit him, if I believe. You know, in that podcast we were talking about it, we could talk about it again real briefly. He actually sang his songs. You know, obviously Absolutely. he's not at the same range he is at that time, but you know, and his jumps were like maybe two inches from the floor. But you know, that's beside the point. He still has that electrifying smile that captivates you as this guy he still is. Still had a lot of energy. Still yeah. had. Still carried the show. Still, uh, it was 
definitely worth the viewing. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely man. brought Kiss, it. Kiss, he brought it. Kiss hit it right on the nail. Like usually, we've mentioned Kiss a thousand times. This, sure. this, but Kiss hit it right on the nail, bringing David Lee Roth David as Lee their Roth opener. Was kind of the X for factor. This. Yeah, like we exactly. didn't, we didn't know what to expect. We from had him. no idea, and he did not disappoint. No, and he has a residency right now in uh, in uh, Vegas. It, I believe so. Well, now right now he probably doesn't have it because right. of COVID, but he had it at the time. Right, 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 right. So you know that goes to show you a lot. And then I bet you, you know, I mean, I, I would have liked to gone to Vegas just to see that residency. I would have paid to go see that. I would have taken a will that million dollars says she would have been, she would have been entertained. Yeah, well, even though even though Wilder, that's not her cup of tea. Maybe more than even a singer, he is more of an entertainer. Absolutely, than anything yeah. else. I'm sure he he incorporates. If he has the influence of vaudeville and these kind this kind of music, which he obviously grew up with while he was you know because he's from Indiana. Yeah, I know he was Midwest. I didn't yeah. know where he's from. Yeah. So then I bet you he incorporates this kind of deal into knowing David Lee Roth. He probably does a couple of wardrobe changes as well. Wow. Oh. So that's for, for sure, you know. But now you you mentioned the success of this, how it sold over a million copies. Do you believe that if if this would have uh, been a dud, if nobody would have bought it, nobody would have sold her anything, you know, if it was not a success, do you think he would have just tucked tail and went back to Van Halen and relived his glory? I don't know, man. There? It took him a long time to come back from. But he. He sold a million by himself, and he said, "I'm not even writing my own songs. I'm taking all these old vaudeville type That's things right. and turning no, them into a success." Actually, Easy Street, uh-huh. which is the number one cut on that, is from Dar- Dar- Dan Hartman. You know Dan Hartman, Winter Edgar Group. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. This one we're listening to right now, California Girls. California Girls, the Beach Boys, right? Right. Uh, Just a Gigolo. We already spoke about that one. Yeah. And the last one, which is Coconut Grove, right? Mm-hmm. The Loving Spoonful. Oh wow! And if you you don't know who the Loving Spoon, I think that's uh, Sebastian. Uh, what's the first name of this guy? Anyway, they were part of the Woodstock deal and whatnot. Okay. So this is nineteen sixties. I can't remember Loving Spoon. I can't remember the guy's name. I know he was on Married with Children. I do know that John Sebastian. Bam. Oh. Okay. There you go, right there. Loving Spoonful. Uh, man, good job. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I should have wrote that down, but I didn't. I, if so, I'm bullshitting you, whatever you want, go ahead. You go ahead and, and send me an email to tell me you bullshit. That's not the guy's name. And I'm, and I'm cool with that. But I do know it's Loving Spoonful. I do know that. Okay. So, yeah. Man. Significant album, man. You can't beat it. Yep. I love it. Crazy from the heat. Is this yeah. is this also going to be in your playlist? It's always it's always circulating through your your shuffled. Just the Gigolo Albums. is uh, uh, Yankee Roses. Oh, Yankee Roses uh, isn't on this. No, I'm talking about not. Well, I'm talking about on on my playlist. I do have some David Lee Roth tunes in oh, there. Oh, sure. Yes, you know, I I, I like David Lee Roth. <laughs> I'm not going to blame you for that. I, I, do I like how he sings. I like how he entertains. It's he's awesome. And it's so, one of those distinctive voices. That absolutely, you definitely know when you hear him sing. Yeah, from my you know from my youth. Yep. So I'll be flashing back. So yeah, that's it, man. That was uh, yeah, that was today's. Uh, we're, we're not gonna play that out no more, are we? Oh. We, see, we said we weren't. You gonna don't want to hear your, your creation again? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> no, this is no deep cuts on this one. You you weren't able. I'm gonna try to get some deep cuts for next week, Adam. So yeah. <laughs> so you could be wounded. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it's, a, it's been a while since you heard this one. When you it saw is. <laughs> I haven't heard this in a long time. Genesis. You mentioned Phil Collins earlier today. <laughs> Here he is appearing. Universe is the lining. Man. 
This would be this would have been in Puerto Rico. Okay, go ahead and do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Start it over. Start over. Start over. I'm gonna do a little bit of. I'm gonna do some little some some heavy Charlie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Let me see if I can. Get it. Radio Heavy, la grande en Mayagüez. This is Heavy Charlie. Y ahora les presento la música de Genesis. Abesikababa. <laughs> you got to keep talking it up to the vocal. Oh, that's the way it works? Yeah, you got to talk it all oh. the way up. Mm. <laughs> Forget that bullshit. <laughs> I just want to do my Heavy Charlie. Mayagüez, Puerto Rico. That's the way it works? <laughs> nope, not Something yet. On, you not yet. Keep going. Still <laughs> That's a musical post. That's not the vocal post. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there we go. All this just to say it's Phil Collins' birthday today. Hey, dude. happy birthday, Phil Collins. <laughs> what do you think about that? That's great. He turned 70 today. Genesis drummer. Hey, his, he was in the news kind of recently. He had like some uh, uh, domestic disturbances or something, really? right? Phil Collins was? I think so. Man, somebody usually going I got my after ear to the ground or, hear that. Huh? I usually got my ears to the ground on this stuff, man. Uh, I, th I think he has some issue. No kidding? Yeah. I think wow. there was a problem. I, I can't remember because it, Phil Collins' news just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. But I think he was there, was there was some issue. There was a problem there. I know he was having some issue drumming. Oh, does he have a, yeah. a malady of yeah. some sort? Well, not, yeah, probably just oldness. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oldness like that, that. That is a malady. Like that Supra that I showed a Wilda on Thursday. I showed Wilda the Supra at, at, at the Toyota dealer. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she said, uh, I said, I said to her, I said, hey, babe, you know, what do you think about you and me? How, how do you think we look driving this machine? <laughs> now, listen, I saw that post. That was, was that, was that uh, two days ago? Uh, yeah, it was Thursday. Okay. I saw that post. And the way I get my uh, Facebook stuff, if, if you write it in Spanish, it gives you translate. I get a translation. <laughs> and on the, on the translation, it had, I said to my wife, pussy baby. <laughs> get out of oh, I'll show it to you later. <laughs> no wonder I had so many laughy faces. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's so wrong, dude. If I wasn't busy, oh, I was gonna kill me. If I, if, I, if I wasn't so busy, I was just gonna send it right back to you. Oh, you gotta show me those translations, man. No, her response to me, you know, honestly, what that's exactly what I wrote down in Spanish. I just said it right, uh -huh. and her response, like to me, she's like, she says to me, uh -huh. "You with your back and your knees, how are you gonna get into that thing? <laughs> You're gonna look really bad coming in and out of that thing, you know? <laughs> like, thank you, sweetheart. You didn't understand the question, I guess." She doesn't appreciate visualization like I do. <laughs> Phil Collins, happy birthday, happy man. Happy birthday, no. Phil. Oh, your hands went up, Adam. Hold on. Your hands went up. Only one thing you can say about this song. It's epic. It's epic, yes. <laughs> okay, you do. You want to do a, a radio? <laughs> you do that. So I can go ahead and critique you? <laughs> Mike Patton. You know who Mike Patton is? Uh, yeah. He's got a bit of crazy in him. He actually turns 53 today. And All right. This is 53, it says here. On January, I was later this, earlier this week is when he turned uh, 53. Uh, January 27th, 1958. Uh, that was Faith No More. Faith No More and yes. Mr. Bungle fame. Yeah. So, yep. No, yeah. No kidding. Super cool singer. Unreal. He brought some of that, brought some of that, uh, that hip hop action. I always remember the 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 uh, 
the uh, drummer for Faith No More pl- uh, played for uh, Ozzy. You remember that video? Yeah, where the had, fish. Like, the, you had the lightning going to like the guitar. The storm, the storm, yeah. All this crap going there, and then the fish is flopping everywhere. Yeah. Craziness going on all around. Oh, it, was, it was great. I it was pre CGI, so you know that was a real goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> They, they got a little shit for that one. We're yeah, we're, we're not laughing at the that the danger the fish was put in. We're just laughing at the actually they had the oh, balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had of the course. balls to do that. Of course, know? Adam. Adam, special birthday mention, man. Okay, and this is going to be before the third birthday, by the way. Oh, this so is this, a, is, this how, is a special. This inclusion. is how special this one is. All right, special inclusion into the birthdays. He was born January twenty fifth, nineteen fifty five. He would have been sixty five today, Mister. Eddie Van Halen, baby. It's time for an Eddie Van Halen moment. Tommy. Whoa! You would think you would think that we rehearsed this, wouldn't you? (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's Eddie Van Halen. Let me sit my let me sit my ass back down. This is just a little snippet of Eddie playing some happy birthday. Very cool. But we can also hear Eddie Van Halen on a TV show if you want. How many va- how many moments do we have? We have a couple of moments. <laughs> Keep going, Eddie. Keep going, Eddie. Oh my gosh. That is so awesome. Boop. Yeah. Whoa. And now. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. On two and a half men. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was on the show. Uh, I'm gonna give it a minute. You were in there with your guitar? Well, you never know when inspiration might strike. It's called two burritos and a root beer float. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. That was his appearance with uh, Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. Very, very cool. Isn't that something? Uh, He he was emerging from a bathroom (laughs) with guitar (laughs) slung about his body as if he were in there just with his thoughts and uh, creating music on the commode. That's so awesome, man. Yep. I I I miss just, actually, I miss the fact that I won't get to see him play live no more. That's it. I think we said that before. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday, Eddie Van Halen, wherever you may be, dude. Yeah. Here he is again. <laughs> birthday number three. Bam. <laughs> Adam, that was better. Man, all right. <laughs> I almost screwed that up, did I? <laughs> Actually, almost. It was like one little bleep. No, that was good. <laughs> I got to get out my... Uh, get it out, Adam. Lord of the get G-Strings. Get out the G- Lord of G-Strings app. Get out the Lord of the G-Strings app to all our listeners out there. Get your Lords of the... You're going to love this week's Agent X3, man. I'm telling you. He's on a roll. Mm, he's not stopping. No, today he's on a croissant. <laughs> yeah, because it's natural croissant day. <laughs> I'm actually gonna search it with you this time, dude. <laughs> oh, good. because I, I don't want big booty onion to come up no more. <laughs> 
Is that, is that on the default <laughs> setting? Yeah. yeah. Just comes up. Third birthday, buddy. Yes, tell me about it. Who could it be? It is Victoria Matosa. Mm. And that is V I C T O R I A M A T O S A. There she is. Oh, I found her. I found her. Here she is. Victoria Matosa. Matosa, that I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a quick translation of that because right. we did return back to the land of Brazil. Oh, Brazilians! Yeah, we. It, I don't know what it is. It always comes back to Brazil. We, I have no our favorite place. place. I don't know. So anyway, Victoria Matosa is Matosa is. <laughs> I need to get a separate booth from you. <laughs> oh my god! Matosa means killer. Oh my god, really? Is she killer or what? She is. Yes. Uh, born in Brazil, Adam. 26 million followers, man. No. Tw- uh, no excuse two, me. 2.6. 2.6. I promoted her. Oh she my. deserves that promotion. Jeez. Oh my god. 187 posts, Adam. Wow. That's she wild. follows 314. Okay. And Miss Victoria Matosa is uh, 24 years old. Uh-huh. And this is according to fashionwomentop.com. <laughs> fashionwomentop. <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you. I'm just giving credit. <laughs> I'm giving credit to the website that this research was done, okay? Yes. Starsgab.com as well. So those are the two okay. sources that we use for this. The social media star, I already told you, she's what, 24 years old, right? Yeah. She is 5'7". Uh-huh. Okay, she weighs 131 pounds, Adam. You should put that right out there. Her body measurements, get this one, dude, right? All right, I'm ready. Wait a minute. Whole lot of Rosie? No. <laughs> 42, 39, 56? 38, 26, 44. Oh, wow. Hold up, listen to the truck. Caution, wide load. <laughs> <laughs> Her Man. bra cup size, Adam. She's 36 double C. Knockers. Oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you. Double C? Yeah, why, would, th- why is that a thing? I don't know. I, you know, that's what I, why would this information Isn't be that just important? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. You know, I don't say. Oh. You know, but remember, she's also from Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Got it. I don't know. Can, can I hear Brick House in the. Ow, she's a brick. What's going on here? Her eyes are dark brown, Adam. Her hair depends on what, you know, wow. when she comes out of the uh, the uh, beauty parlor. But she's, uh, she's naturally blonde. I don't see that, but I don't care. So, she's yes. not naturally That's blonde. Said. That's just, uh, all I'm I looking at her you. eyebrows. They're dark black. Her hair fashion, is black. Fashionwomantop.com. I can't. I don't know what to tell There's you. There's not an image that I see. I can't. I don't know what to tell where you. Where I'm looking at her hair. I mean, mm-hmm. what? She wears a size five uh, for shoes, okay? Okay. And her favorite color is yellow. Oh. <laughs> All right. So now if you notice, there'll be a lot of similar positions for each of these photographs. Yeah, I don't it's get It's where that. she's yeah. like, her thighs are going like closer to the camera than the rest of her body, and she's kind of angled away from, and she wears a lot of like uh, rouge or something on her cheeks. You see, the, there's like extra redness in her in her face. Yeah. And uh, she likes, uh, she's showing a lot of uh, swimwear. 
she likes things that are essentially postage stamp sized to cover all the vital awesome! vital parts. <laughs> well, there's so much over and under that's hanging out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Postage stamp. Because they can't tame these big these big things. Big butt. <laughs> Oh, well, here, no, no, check it out. Right? All right, all right. You know, we always have to evaluate these pictures, right? So we can't do all, how many of them are there? 186 of them? No, there's no way. Now, I know for a fact why the Lords of the G-String app picked up on her. Look at picture number five from the top to bottom. All right, hold on to me. That, was, that one has 79.5K okay, followers. Okay, now this goes back to the schoolgirl skirt yes. and the accompanying patch that's over the left breast. <laughs> <laughs> Which is about the size of a uh, forever stamp. <laughs> it says here that Miss Victoria Matosa, right? Yes. She is a model influencer. Okay. <laughs> go go figure. <laughs> now, she is also her religion. Check it out. She oh. is a Christian. Okay. Now, a few of these. They don't have to put that in there. No, no, no. That makes this is what makes it maybe special. Maybe that's why she has a million something. I don't know. That's a Catholic that's school a Catholic girl. Sp- yes, that's I, right. I see. I but see. there's also, now, if you go down to a picture, maybe number nine, there's one that she's almost a nun in a bikini. <laughs> with, but with the same pose where she's kind of leaning back. <laughs> And it says in the the caption says, "Let's confess." <laughs> and she's hydrating. In this one. I don't think that's holy water. <laughs> and I don't, I, and she's got a little Doctor Evil on this yeah, one, where she's got the pinky up there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's a. I don't think she was in her first communion on that one, no, Adam. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> wow, she but, is. Her proportions are, I mean, incredible. Uh, yeah, 38, if, 38, 26, 44. If Adam. you look <laughs> at uh, breast area and everything below the waist, ready to confess. Large. I mean, just, just, just of stout. But she has va- she has abs. Do you, do you see that yes, midsection? Yes, she she that. is absolutely she is almost ripped. ripped. She's ripped. She's ripped. You can see the yeah, formation yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. six pack. There's this one that says, I have satellite like tee <laughs> that's, that's the translation. <laughs> I'm getting really good at translating Brazilian. Come on, man. She's a cosplayer as well, by oh, the way. Oh, is she? Uh, <coughs> oh, look at the one that she's dressed up like a naughty Daphne. From Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so far, I think I think Agent X3 hit this one out the park. Man, he has really I, outdid himself. Yeah. I, I see one where she's dressed as Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. Spider-Woman. <laughs> spidey <laughs> Stop it, stop it. Don't show me no one else. Oh, man. Ah, no, check, check this out. She concentrates on photos of lingerie and swimwear. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> now, look. Now, of the ones we've listed in the past, each one of them is worthy of viewing. Oh. To listen to Tommy oh. when he when he gives you... The, the name on you can search on your own Instagram immediately you, start you, searching you don't even need the Lord of the G-Strings no, app you can go no, directly yeah. to Instagram That's this one is so worth it to go and see this oh there's another one that she's also in a schoolgirl getup too is there yeah 
Oh my God, Adam. She, oh, there's this one that she says, got milk, and she's like a little cow. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I haven't gotten to that one. <laughs> oh my Lord. Yes. I think yeah. that uh, Miss Victoria Matosa here is uh, uh, well on her way to be the superstar that she wants to be. Now, here's that she's an American citizen, even though she was born in Brazil. So I guess she became naturalized. Uh, we we don't according to these websites we don't know who her father and mother are, but we thank them. <laughs> <laughs> she has siblings. She's also well educated. It doesn't say what kind of education or what level, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Being well educated is important, Adam. You know why? Oh, because wow. as she gets older and has kids, you know. I mean, that's maybe where she falls back on, unless she goes into Milfi category, which what I'm saying oh. right here is probably where she's going to land. Yeah, no That's kidding. just me. She will be 20 years from now, we'll still be doing this podcast, and she'll show up on the Milfi category. Her net worth, Adam. Oh, my God. $200,000. Really? And I think, you know, I think it's it's, it's worth every penny of it myself. Solely from her influencing, I'm assuming? Yes, and- Vic- Victoria Facts, Adam. <laughs> I didn't see a single nightlife one on this one. No. I, I saw some 90s. She's always ready for the uh, beach. There's one she's that always- she's dressed as a devil, and it says, uh, oh, which one do you want me to be? A demon? Uh, she said, tag your friends and, uh, and in the comments. And, oh, man, that's as far as my, as my Portuguese goes. Maybe her nightlife is more of that... Gamer thing there's and the one. cosplay. There's type another one where she says, and her nun get up right behind the. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, let me see. No, there's really no one like you're right. She got there's... the she got the athletic wear in one. Oh with... yeah. <laughs> and you can <laughs> let's do some yoga. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camels. Yeah, so, no, unfortunately, camels no, a no. wild animal. Okay, there's. there's... <laughs> it's difficult being more mature than your father. <laughs> doesn't say she's a, doesn't say she's Arabian here. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that could fool me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, Victoria Facts Adam. Okay, stop it, stop it. We oh, got more facts? Oh, yes, I got more facts. Right. She has the power to touch lives through a bop with an inspiring message to value yourself and unplug th- from those who belittle you. Mm. Well, number one, she has nothing little no. at all. No. At all. Now, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show, please, show you one more please image. Please show me. Show me something. This one dates back to 2018. Oh. So this is two years yeah, ago. So she's 22. Okay. So look at the development. Oh. Look at that. It's, she, it's totally different. She was, uh, she evidently in the past two years, she's been doing a lot of legwork. Maybe, maybe she's, <laughs> maybe she is uh, one of her, she follows one of the other influencers who does those. Uh, lower body workouts and the butt tightening ah, things. Ah, the, the gluteal the, isolation. The gluteal Yes. Oh my God, y'all! I love my booty. Check it out. That's Maybe probably because this- I would, I would dare, I would agree with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, I would think so. I wish I could turn my screen right now and we could go to this one that I just saw <laughs> to actually confirm what you just said. Her quote is, "Know me better." Okay. On her other platforms, which are Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. TikTok, Snapchat, and of course, OnlyFans. OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah. That's a moneymaker. That was legitness. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta leave her alone. <laughs> Angelic to the very end. Wow. It had to be the nun pigeons for real. It had to be the nun pigeons. <laughs> there's just no way around it. There's, there's no way around it. Thank you, Agent X3. You are the man.
I, I love Brazil. I'm telling you, you you can go to Brazil to go to Rock and Rio, and I can go and see where they're doing these photo shoots. <laughs> I could probably, you know, what we could probably do? Well, we she could says probably know her do, better. <laughs> yes, and we could say we're taking you up on this. We're here to interview you <laughs> on scene, on location for the Tommy and Adam Hard Today podcast. That we may have to. Uh, at that point, we may have to uh, go live on the uh, on a video kind of deal, or maybe show up on her OnlyFans, cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> on her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing like two idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and crying at the same time. Like, oh. <laughs> um, oh, Adam, Jesus. Too, too much, man. Oh, my I don't God. know how he's going to live up to I, I, the next this, week. This is going to be almost impossible. I just don't know what's going on with this. Let's forget it for right now because now we'll stay okay. all night. Usually these, these are taking a long time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's time for our... Hashtag, what the hell is? Do you think we might have to do a special for the third birthday only? <laughs> there might be like like a satellite episode, just third birthday only. On location. <laughs> oh, oh, let me close that page, damn it, so Tom, I can concentrate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eyes over here. You're looking at the screens too much over oh there, Tommy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Tommy. Go ahead, man. If, uh, let's go to the culinary world okay. like we have before many times. Um, if there is a cuisine... That would promote um, sexual stamina. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know. That's like oysters and... Things that'll... Uh, not aphrodisiacs and things like this, but it's a, it's a type of food that they believe will uh, give, provide nutrition to that region of the body, apparently. Spanish fly? Something like that. Okay. <laughs> um, bird's nest soup. Have you heard of it? Mm, no. What do you think... Where would this possibly be from in the world Ma, would it be china china <laughs> bird's nest soup is one of the most famous but also most controversial delicacies in chinese okay. cuisine shoot shoot man many people are willing to spend small fortunes oh, wow. on this soup as they believe eating it will help them maintain their youth as well as have a long healthy life and wow. strong body uh, the and special ingredient in the soup is the Nutra collagen, which helps collagen formation, which okay. is, you know, you have the collagen fills and things, try to keep your <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, wrinkles yeah. and things away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what is an edible bird's nest soup? The bird's nest for this soup are not simply found in trees. Okay. Abandoned by the owners. These are edible bird's nests. These edible bird's nests belong to the swiftlet. A particular species of bird. A, a small bird found in Southeast Asia. I'm a bird aficionado. I've never heard of a swiftlet. Have you been to Southeast Asia no. for birds? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the swiftlet lives in dark caves and... That, oh, that reminds me. I need to send you a WhatsApp about a bat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Similar to bats. Okay. Use, wait, wait till you see this. You're they use echolocation to move <laughs> around. Okay. Uh, instead of twigs and straw, however, the swiftlet makes its nest from strands of its own gummy saliva, wow. which is produced by the glands under the tongue. The nest then hardens when exposed to air. The structure, to describe it, is quite impressive. It's tightly woven hammock-like formation made of strong threads that can be white, yellow, or red. Okay. The nest is secured to the rock wall in a cave and therefore it it can be challenging to remove. Okay. The nests are usually located at the tops of caves, and the nest collector has used a very narrow, 
shaky, long wooden ladder, which they climb on top of to reach these nests. Okay. Because it's so dangerous, many nest collectors have lost their lives. Now, the problem with this is that swiftlets themselves are an endangered species. And more nests that are consumed, the closer the swiftlets head towards extinction. So what they do is they take these nests, these collection of nests, and they pour them into a, put them into a broth, into like a stew of some sort. They steam them, and steam them and soak them in water. Okay. And then it emulsifies, and it becomes a bird spit stew. Okay. <laughs> and people think that this has great nutritional value. Like a goulash. Uh, almost flavorless, <clears throat> they say, though. There are different grades of the bird's nest, the red, yellow, and white. The red is known as the blood red bird's nest. Is, that the, is that the one spicy? That, that, that has like <laughs> Some people believe that the red nest is made of Swiftlet's blood, but that's not true. Okay. It all has to do with their diet. So they seek these out. And if you want to buy a bowl of this soup, it could be anywhere from $30 to $100. Wow. And if you want to buy a kilogram of these nests that have been harvested... $2,500 to $10,000 for a kilogram. So two pounds. Yes, 2.2 pounds would be wow. $10,000 for these. So what's the magic What's the magic of this stuff? What is the magic? Uh, the magic is Xin He, who was a Chinese <laughs> explorer, diplomat, and fleet admiral, was the first person in, ch- in history to eat bird's nest soup. Okay. And it became some sort of tradition. All right. And there's not a lot of taste. You have to season it yourself. You put it, you put the soup in with rock sugar or gelatin or something. You can put in some warm milk. You have to dress it up. Soy sauce. <laughs> something. You can't just eat it straight because it just it's totally flavorless. Yet it costs a fortune. Wow. And it has little redeeming factor. But that is it. <laughs> Bird's nest soup from China. Yum oh. As Rachel Ray would, as Rachel Ray would put, bird spit soup. Does that sound appetizing to you? It's at pretty all? nasty. We're just gonna go right into it, Adam. Do it. <coughs> it's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Sound of the week. Excellent, Tommy. We have a few things I'm going to play. Okay. Some things you may like, some things you may not even care about. All right. We have some new music alerts. Okay, that's awesome. Okay. You, you, we, we may have to do a bit for that, by the way. Maybe. Uh, but we're going to have... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring something <laughs> just to blow you. me off. <laughs> I'm just moving on to the next thing. Uh, a band called the Dead Daisies. Okay, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Now, they're, it's kind of like a... Uh, super group where people from other bands kind of get together, work work out some stuff together. Uh, it had uh, Guns N' Roses members in it from time to time. It's now fronted by a guy named... Uh, Who's his name? Glenn Hughes. Oh. Glenn Hughes, bassist, bassist and singer yeah, for yeah. Deep Purple. That's right. Um, solo artist, great guy. Uh, voice is called the uh, the Voice of Rock. Okay? So... They have a new song coming out, Bustle and Flow. Nice. 
This is on the new album, Holy Ground. The album itself is out now. Available for you to pick up. I like it. There's Glenn Hughes singing to us right there. Sounds good. It's quality all the way through. There's a uh, Humble Pie cover in there, 30 Days in the Hole. Oh, it's really? on that album. Yep. Check that out. So it's very good. Check that out at your leisure. We're going to move on to... Dead Daisies. Dead Daisies. There's a modern, modern day Steely Dan. Something like that. <laughs> We're going to move on to a collaboration okay. between Richie Kotzen. I heard you that. You know I, the name. I, I know the name. I know him because he was lead singer of the Winery Dogs. Right, 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 right. Uh, oh, Joey was talking g- about this. Yes, yeah. Joey Quintana. There you go. Yeah, gave it to yeah. Us. And he is collaborating with Adrian Smith. Do you know the man? Adrian Smith, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have an album coming out. It's due out March 26th. Cool. Uh, it's just called Smith and Cotson. 20, 2021, looking pretty good. I know. And their new song from that album has been released just this week. It's called Taking My Chances. We get a little taste of Adrian Smith singing a little bit back and forth. Sounds great, man. I like it. love it. Might be one of my new songs. Should be. That's Adrian? Yeah. You'll, you'll know Richie from... He'll play the... He'll take the next line, I think. The next verse. That's Richie. There you go, man. I like it. Right, so we got that to look That's forward two, to. Yeah, that song is out right now. Listen to it at your leisure. Uh, we have one more new song alert, and that is from a band that I know you like, Cheap Trick. Oh, they have a new new song that came out just two days ago. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's an album coming out from them as well in another world, due out April nine, and this song is called "Light Up the Fire." Robert Zander playing and singing? He's in there. I like it. It's really I like good. It. You know that, uh, you know, sorry. You know that, uh, uh, Rick Nielsen's son replaced Bunny Carlos on the, uh, drums. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he wear a funny hat all the time, I too? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's yeah. new cheap trick. Pretty cool. So 2021 shaping up to have more stuff that we were able to see all of last year. Those really. are all those are all small club bands right there, man. Those, those are, are all good. Those sound like cotillion action to me. And I got one more thing to play. Go ahead. Um, Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson okay. have a son. Yeah, Dylan Brandon Lee. Oh, okay. And uh, he had an adventure recently where he thwarted a home invader. Armed with nothing but a seven iron golf club and his trusty Instagram Live. <laughs> so, he, so he taped the whole interaction. One. Man, I'm out of if here. you ever come Dude, in my house life. again, I'm going to beat your skull in. 
Thanks. What's I'm wrong with you? I'm leaving. Get the I'm, f*** out of here. I thought it. Dude, you I, just walk into my front door. You don't even know who the f*** I am. Dude, I thought you were the lawyer that I know. Who the f***? Do I look like a f***ing lawyer? Get the f*** out of here. Did you buy it? What the f*** is wrong with you? Out of here, dude. Is there a visual to this? Yeah, there's a visual. I thought the lawyer was still there. It's it's like an old man, and he's got a little piece of paper in his hand, and he like just busts into his house and like walks inside, and he kind of accosts him. I guess according to Brandon Lee, he he yells at him, saying, "I know who lives here. You don't live here," or something like that. But then he forces him outside with the golf <laughs> club in hand and sends him on his way. So we had a little altercation there from. A rock star son from the Tommy Lee <laughs> camp. You can't, you can't believe you can't, you, you can't change that. I thought it was going to be like that trip that they had on the boat again. No, <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Sound of the week. Steering boats with that? No way. Hey, did you see the Mimi this week? That she uh, that was the Pam Anderson Mimi. No, I oh, it. you got to check it out, man. Oh, good. <laughs> Oh, but what God, could that be? I don't know, man. I wish we had it, because if not, we could have done, you know, that as this right here. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Motherfuckeria of the week. We have no motherfuckeria today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to get going, dude. I got to cut the money. We didn't have anything, though. So well, yeah. we thought we were going to have a guest. We did. And we thought there was going to be guest we interaction. Did, we did, and we, we did, 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 yeah. So we want to apologize to Tim, the Trivia Titan. We're going to have him on. Dude, we just couldn't do the test for the... Uh, we're uh, doing some new upgrades to Data Co-op Promotion Studios 1. So the way we want to get Tim in, piped in, is where he could actually see us, and uh, at least both of us, yeah. Yeah, Tommy, right now, facing you, you only have one, two, three screens. We're going to put up another one <laughs> over here, and, next then week, an- yes, and then one yes, over yes, here. Exactly, so you're yes. totally surrounded by screens. Yeah, you got that right, man. That's the way it's, <laughs> <that's the way laughs> going to go. <laughs> and Adam, you know what that intro signals, do you not? Oh, wow. Absolutely, we oh, know this. Man. It's we're running to the, we're getting there to the end of the show. We're running this marathon. We're coming down to the end of it. It's not too bad. Oh, only two hours plus. We'll be all right. That's <laughs> what it always is. <laughs> uh, which one are we gonna do, Adam? Uh, good times or bad times? Which one are we gonna um, do? I could do either. Bad, bad times. Go I think I have. Go ahead and do bad times, dude. We're good. Um, so yeah, I went back to work this week. I've been working these twelve-hour days, twelve-hour so pa- plus so days. So painting after, is over. Painting after working, over. after working, you know, dawn till dusk, painting all week last right. week. I'm working, you know, dawn to deep into the night, and I come home uh, two, three nights ago, and it's fifty-three degrees inside the house. <laughs> And it's 53 degrees because we were told to shut off the, the unit because the carbon monoxide alarms are going off all over the house. Oh, so our, wow. our heater unit just went tits up. See, you're a, dead as your, a doornail. Your WhatsApp message to me did not include that. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just HVAC issues. Yeah, HVAC <laughs> issues. It was either going to kill us or we were going to freeze. <laughs> so, and it was cold this week. It was, I know. We had it nice weather. It couldn't be two weeks ago. It couldn't ago. happen yeah, in, that, exactly. in that time period. So it was terrible times. Uh, now, uh, it has been in a new unit has been installed, so that is good times. But, 
at the cost of many, many thousands of dollars. Many, <laughs> yes, many, yes. many thousands yes, of dollars. Yes, yes, it and seems I, that way. I hope I keep working into the night uh, <laughs> for the foreseeable future. To thank pay God, bill. thank God for overtime. <laughs> 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 that was your good times. That was my bad times. Oh, that's right. That fucking terrible times. <laughs> no, I thought you were. Th- I thought the good times you got it repaired. <laughs> yeah, the good times is it's warm now. Bad times is. It was uh, fucked, and it cost me a ton of money. <laughs> uh, well, I got the good times out of it. I got oh, the good times. Good. I need some good you times. You know, these, these are really good times, man. This is, you know, again, 2021. Yes. America's starting to get on their feet, even though if you listen to the news, which shame on you if you do. No. <laughs> you know, the COVID, the, the, the COVID uh, vaccination stuff is a complete disaster. It is? So why? Far, why? According to what they're saying. I don't know, dude. God, if I, w- I wish I could tell you why, but I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't capture my attention long enough for me to stay more than 10 seconds with the news. So I'm, I'm moving on. I move oh, okay. on. You know? Okay. So, but, you know, in other news, I was reading that we're still in an age where there's respect for your elders. That's a good thing. Is it not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole uh, taking care of them and making sure they're uh, comfortable. It might be more, sure more prioritized in other cultures, perhaps. Yeah, except for the, we just learned the Japanese last week. They're not really. They were oh, just, that's right. They were just letting them die and then getting their, their disability checks. <laughs> just keep cashing them <laughs> yeah. checks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shame on them, you know. But, right. you know, here in America, it's, it's alive and well, Adam. Oh, good. Boy Scouts, especially. Boy Scouts are doing their They duties. help the old people across the That's street? That's right. They're doing sure. that. So Boy Scout. Okay. Uh-huh. These are the headlines. Okay. And this, by the way, is off of hardtimes.com. Okay. Boy Scout, unaware old woman he's helping across the street is none other than rocker Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you serious? So let me help you out, Grandma. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, he does have the eye <laughs> shadow and things usually in place, and long hair. Uh, in Los Angeles, by the way. Oh, and this is on January the 24th. Adam, so it's, 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 it's pretty fresh. current. Yeah, you know. Local Boy Scout, uh, Matthew Boltz, uh-huh. uh, allegedly did not realize that the old woman he aided across the street yesterday was actually heavy metal icon Alice Cooper. <laughs> but again, you know, he says, I saw a really feeble lady, so I went into action. <laughs> and I imagine, I imagine he had a mask on, no, probably. No. He said the skin was pale, almost. He said she, her skin was <laughs> almost translucent, oh. struggling with her cane as I waited for the light. So, you oh. know, so then he immediately offered her help. You know, because, you know, Alice Cooper walks around with a cane and whatnot, I guess, through Los Angeles. Now, I don't know, to be, to, to be quite fair, I don't know if the hardtimes.net is a real paper or not, but I thought this, <laughs> I thought this. This was super funny, so what the hell? <laughs> Adam, and that was the good, good times. times. Bad times. Ay, senor. Oh, man. Wow, what a week. Well, Tommy, do you have anything else for us? Dude, I'm ready to spend some family time with my family that is here. Oh, yeah, you got people in town. I got some. They're all asleep. Well, by now, they're probably not asleep. They're saying, what is that idiot uncle of mine doing up there? (laughs) You're all just rattling up here and woken everybody up. (laughs) This is supposed to be a secure and silenced... uh, you know, oh, we got to put up. Actually, yeah, we yeah. would put up the soundproofing, but we'd have to take everything off the walls. Egg cartons. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, absolutely, our, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves That's to this right. podcast. We really appreciate it, without a doubt. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. It is not. Again, 
Search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, CastBox, all those extra ones that we listed earlier. And everywhere else, this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. Absolutely. I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. And you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often. Play it loud, but play it. We'll leave you today with Slash and the Conspirators cover of Ozzy's Crazy Train. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by... That the Cola promotion. That the Cola promo, promo,